ban on rental bidding, the end of no-cause evictions. Those are just a couple of the things that will be changing as the government is fulfilling its promise to reform rental tenancy laws. I like the idea of limiting rent increases to once every 12 months. We're going to go head-to-head on that soon. But first, let's get property expert and regular guest on the Weekend Collective, Ashley Church, with his take. Ashley, good afternoon. G'day, guys. Ashley, uh, obviously new policy for renters and landlords. What do you see as being the biggest change in this proposal? Oh, it's most of it's cosmetic. There's a there's a couple of big things that I mean. Overall, this is and and you we've talked about this before, guys. Overall, this is a sort of this transition to recognising that people are going to have longer tenancies in the future, and therefore. Um, you know, you need to make people as comfortable as possible as tenants in a property. And I get that and I understand most of that. But there are there are a couple of things that I think have got bigger implications. Um, one of them is, and this is just a sort of a, a, a democratic thing, is this uh, proposal to do away. So at the moment, the landlord's got the right to, to, uh, to, to basically to finish a tenancy, a periodic tenancy, um, without any reason. They've got to give notice for that, obviously, but they can do that. And that's the, you know, in a democratic society, it's their right to do that. So there's a proposal that they will do away with it, and there has to be a specific reason reason to actually do that. Um, and the other one is uh, the quite substantial increase in um, the Tenancy Tribunal's ability to actually make awards up from 50000 to 100000 And while it doesn't say so explicitly, the intention of that is against the landlord. So there's very much a, an anti-landlord um, a flavour that runs through this, and an assumption again that the you know that the tenant's always whiter than white, that it's always the landlord who's basically at fault, and that he needs to be sort of or he she needs to be brought into line. When you evaluate this uh, this proposal, we can probably accept that it, it'll turn into policy uh, sometime uh, in in the new year. Is it sure. uh, is it is it sixty percent anti landlord? Is it seventy percent anti landlord? Give us give us a sort of a, a, a take on that. 90 to 95 anti-landlord it's very much ta- it's very much tailored toward the assumption that the landlord's at fault and that the poor old tenants are victim and all of this um, which to some degree in some cases is true and so there as I said there are some tweaks here which are probably reasonable which while they're pro-tenant are probably uh, overdue and are reasonable but it's just this overwhelming assumption all the time that it's always the landlord's fault uh, which I guess sort of irks me. Ashley, could you flesh out the arguments for and against the increase, or rather the limiting of rent rises to once a year? So the current limit at the moment as it stands is every six months. And and if you're, you're struggling, a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck, and the rent goes up every six months, so that's not a good thing. So I, what's, what's the counter-argument for why some people think um, it should stay as is, as opposed to limiting it, limiting it to once a year? I don't know that there is a counter argument. To be honest, that's one of the ones I think is probably quite reasonable. Um, you know, it, it's an economic one at the end of the day. Ten, landlords, uh, sorry, tenants aren't ATMs, uh, so you know there shouldn't be unlimited access to just keep putting that up. Having said that, it's a little bit cosmetic and political in a way because if you're going to make an increase and you know you can only do it once a year, then I suspect that some landlords will basically just make sure that those are larger to accommodate for the fact that they can't do you know two or more per year as 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 is the, the ability now. But but there isn't a counter argument, Tim. I think it's reasonable that you should keep those limited to, as is being proposed here. See, I quite like Ashley. Uh, landlords and agents cannot seek rental bids. That I, I, you get to bid your way into a property. I think that's bad for the relationship. I think it's bad yeah. the rental market. Yeah, I can see both sides of that. I mean, that only really happens in markets where um, there is intense demand. And I'm, you know, on the one hand, it's it's it, that's how the free market works. Basically, it works in any other respect. You go and buy a property. That's exactly the situation that prevails. The and, and you know, you you go to an auction and basically the the, the best bid wins. Um, having said that. 
Uh, I think it sets probably a, a, an unfortunate and, and um, not particularly useful precedent whereby you've got landlords thinking they can extract the best price possible out of a tenant, basically setting them against each other. So in that respect, I think it's probably the, the, the proposed changes are probably good ones. So how would it work if, so it's not the landlord doing it, but that if you've got people who want to be the tenant, and if yep. they say, look, I'd, I really love this place, I know there are lots of people going for it, I'm prepared to pay an extra 10 bucks a week for it. Would, would that be not allowed to be accepted? I think my reading of the is what's being proposed here is that wouldn't be accepted either. Basically, that, that, that rental bids in any form would be excluded and there would be a, a, a price and that would be the price and the, the, your basis upon which you chose tenants would be as they are now, other than financial ones. Just quickly, Ashley, because we've got to keep moving. You say sure. that though that increase in the awards the Tenancy Tribunal can make is now up yep. to a hundred grand. Your your suggestion is that that's going to be anti landlord. Any basis for that? Oh, mainly what's happened in the Tenancy Tribunal over the last few years, which is it tends to be actually. Actually, I'm going to counter what I just said because, of, to be fair. Um, the the overall, as I understand it, the, and I haven't been a, a participant in this for recent years, but the overwhelming claims that actually get upheld in the tribunal are actually against tenants, not against landlords. Um, so that would suggest that this isn't necessarily going to have a particularly strong impact on. But it's more the inference that it's the you know that the landlords at fault uh, that we've got a, greater and greater penalties against them in order to keep them in line, and that's simply not true. But the vast majority of landlords, and in fact the vast majority of tenants in this country, are actually pretty decent people just getting wanting to get on. All right, and you can see more of Ashley's work at oneroof.co.nz, one roof property commentator.